Hey, 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 Jared or, or Dan? Which one are you, Jared or Dan? Yes. Yes. Welcome to the Indian Film Review Pod. Pod. pod yes. Yes. We're, we're we're reviewing uh, Indian films. Yes. Um, so if you're from India and you want us to review a film, yes. I think it's called Bollywood. With a Bollywood film review, I think yeah. with a Bollywood film but review. That name wasn't really uh, trademarked, so we had to go trade, with trademarked. Um, with, um, with and Indian so we are review. here uh, reviewing a film. Yes. Uh, what what film are we reviewing uh, today? It's actually my mother's sex tape from ah, nice. from the 90s. Cool. Um, guys, guys, what is going on right yeah, now? What the fuck is happening right now? Ah, uh, oh, who, who are you? Well, who are you? What? We're, I, don't talk we're, to me I'm like that. Jared, and I, that's Dan. Who are you two? Oh, I thought I was Jared and or Dan, and this is also Jared and or Dan. <laughs> your, your name tags are oh. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Mario. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, oh yes. easy can, mistake. Hello, to make. my name is Waffle. I see it now. I see it. Good, good. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I think a couple of Kiwi boys uh, have invaded the podcast. Yes. Yep. Yeah, as, yeah. as we do, us Kiwis, we're known for our invasions. <laughs> <laughs> the great kiwi invasion yeah it's, it's we do we do have a lot of apologies to make so yep I'm very all right hey everybody i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do this episode i'm laughing too much it's it's gonna be bad oh i think dan's God. already crying i am yes. we're like yes. a minute into the episode <laughs> hey everybody this is the indie film review i'm Jared. It's the Indian and film review. I'm, I'm not the gonna. Indian film review. I'm not gonna Jesus. call it anything else Jesus besides Christ. that. From now on. <laughs> Dan uh, is with me. Hey Dan, what's up? Hi. <laughs> and we have uh, very special guests, Mario and Waffles from Mario and Waffles talk about things. Oh yeah, that's sure. Yep. Yep. That, that's the way we like to roll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're, we're, yep. That's what we do. Yes. We, we're, uh, we're, what is that? It, it's it's a podcast where we talk about things, and in this particular case, we're talking okay. about uh, films. Yes. So, welcome oh, to Waffles well. and Mario's Talk About Things. Uh, in this episode, we are going to, of course, be no. talking about a couple of short films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, we're so excited to have you guys on. You guys are amazing. Uh, this is a joint episode. We're going to have joint custody of the film we're, we're watching. Yeah, everyone get your joints out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Token and smoking, baby. Nice. Oh, not that kind of... Okay, maybe that kind of joint. Um, yeah, so uh, this week we watched two films. Uh, we watched a short film provided by the very sultry... <laughs> Um, sexy. Yeah, whose film is that? Is it Mario's? Yeah, it is Mario's film. Mario's yeah. film. Is it that one? But it features Waffles in a ghost role. Yes. Yeah, as a ghost. That's fun. Anyway, um, their film is called Dead Inside, or Mario's film is yeah. called Dead Inside, and we also watched a film called Psycho Goreman, and the four mm-hmm. of us are going mm-hmm. to review both films for Simultaneously. you. Simultaneously. Here we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Can Wait, I start off everybody with Everybody talk at once. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys say Psycho Goreman? Because I watched a film called Psycho Doorman. Oh. About a... <laughs> I watched Psycho. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was waiting for the Goreman That was just part one. Up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Goreman is part two. Yeah. Uh, so he watched Psycho, <laughs> but the, the remake, the Shop yeah. Shop remake, and I watched... Yeah. A, a, a film about a psychological doorman yeah. who psychoanalyzed people coming into a hotel. Is yeah. that that was the film you gave us? Yes, <laughs> you were on the right track. Yeah, yes. for sure, for sure. Um, we'll we'll fix this in post. I, It'll be fine. <laughs> I want I want to see Psycho Doorman. I yes. think that would be a really good film. <laughs> All right, really quickly. Well, he already kind of pitched the movie, but who would star in it? Who would star the Psycho Doorman? Oh. Mm. I think Robert De Niro. Yes. I think he opens the door and he's like, come on in, sir. And then right when you're about to walk in, he slams it so hard, you just get cut in half. Yep. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm so But it's CGI. Christ. It's like, it's old, it's old De Niro with CGI on yeah. his face to make it look like he's like 10 years yep. old. Oh, like Will Smith yeah. in yeah. that one movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Funny you say that. Wait, Will Smith what is, movie is this? I think it was called <laughs> Jiminy, J- Jiminy Man. Jiminy, Jiminy Man? Jiminy Cricket Man. Jiminy Cricket Man, yes. All right, everyone, shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, let, let's let's dive right into Dead Inside. All right, yeah, Inside. let's let's do uh, Dead Inside. Dan, what what the hell is this movie about? Okay, Dead Inside is about a um, priest, a modern day exorcist, if you will. That's what he mm-hmm. calls himself in the film, and his job is just to basically give ghosts their their right to rest. So he just deals with you know shitty ghost attitudes all day, <laughs> and then fixes their problems. 
<laughs> it's a really fun little short film. I liked it a lot. Yeah, this film was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. It definitely gave me Office vibes. And then I went and read the uh, the little synopsis at the bottom here, and it, it directly references The Office. So I was like, oh, yes, of course. It's it's there for sure. Um, uh, I, well, I wanted to ask you guys, like, just how how you went about filming it. Were Like, was there any difficulties when you guys were, were making it or... I mean, yeah. how was that experience making um, this little film? Yeah, so it was uh, it was when I was studying film. So two years ago, I uh, it was my end of year project, um, mm-hmm. and so we were given ten weeks to make a film. And I spent I think four of that ten just like sitting on the ground, going, "What am What am I doing? <laughs> what is my life?" <laughs> um, and, uh, and and this guy thankfully was around, so we kept uh, we kept bouncing ideas off and chatting. Um, but it was actually one of my one of my college friends. Um, we were both literally lying on the ground under a desk because liminal thinking. And um, <laughs> and we were literally under the desk. And I was like, I've always found like paranormal stuff interesting. And, um, yeah, and we, me so too. We were, yeah, so we were, we were talking about that. And, um, and then we just sort of eventually just hit on the idea of dead inside of like this mockumentary where they interview ghosts. Um, and uh, I, found, I since found out that there's actually a TV show I wasn't really aware of at the time. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. I'm not sure how big it became overseas, but it's called Wellington Paranormal. It's a um, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah. It's a. It's by. It's um. Have you seen or heard of what we do in the shadows? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a spinoff. Yeah. It's a spinoff TV show, and um, I was aghast to find out it's almost exactly the same sort of premise. Dang. Really? Yeah. Man, he got there first. I got Man, there first. Psycho like, YTD is just ripping people off he over is. here. Yeah. Oh my he, God, he's bleeding New Zealand market. Um, he is. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. So we so we had uh, six weeks. He's got to be stopped. He does. He's too big. He's, he's like two, he's like twenty feet tall now. <laughs> you can see him coming down the street. It's insane. Um, but yeah, so we had like six weeks to make the film. So that included writing the script, storyboarding. Um, uh, I I I regret not spending more time on the VFX because that's that's my biggest cringe when watching a film. Um, and I, I didn't think they were that I, bad. I liked it. You can, I liked it. But you can literally yeah. see right through me. Like, my character, yeah. it's, it's, he's meant to be a normal character, but the VFX weren't finished, and so he's yeah. all transparent and floaty. It's the, weird. Well, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a point where the priest, he, he's got his new intern priest, right? And he's going around yeah. uh, uh, talking with ghosts and trying to solve their problems. And uh, uh, when he's talking with Waffle's character, who's like a ghost or whatever, he's like something about a shed. He's got to like clean out a shed or something. Uh, no, his wife. His wife. <laughs> Oh yeah, his is he thinks his wife's cheating on him, and the camera zooms out because all the characters are arguing over just like mm-hmm. inconsequential stuff. Yeah, and it just shows that Waffles has no legs; it's just been cut right there, <laughs> and then the mic just kind of pokes right in. I love that; it made me smile so much because it like, just felt so real. The funny thing oh, is, cool. I did actually have to amputate my legs to get that shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, you can't see You're it in a the video. Director, that's really no, what yeah. I know about method you. actor all the Dedication way. to the art. Obviously. He actually died to yes. be in the scene. I, I had to kill him yeah. myself. Yep. It was it was pretty good. There was a Jesus. medical crew, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, stop the heart, start filming. As soon as the cameras stopped rolling. Yeah. They brought me back. Yeah, had yeah. a cup of tea. Take two. You Damn, know, I flubbed well, a couple Waffles of lines. <laughs> Waffles had one of my favorite lines in the movie. Thank you. Um, where the the interns like the power of Christ compels you, and you're like, to do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I loved it. It was just like really dry humor, uh, but it fit perfectly. Now, my, oh, my, my, my actual, so my, my, my favorite line or my favorite joke that you guys did, um, it, it's, it's the intern again, and she's like talking to her mom on the phone, and she's like talking about like all the shit that's happening in the movie, and then... She turns to the camera. She's like, "Yeah, that's my mom. She thinks I still work in retail." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "Yes," because yeah. the joke There's was, such... um, it, "Yeah, no, I still have my soul." It's like, "Oh, yeah, okay, I get that." <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I was thing. gonna say, there's something like comforting about this type of filmmaking too, just like that office formula of of watching it, um, where it's just like people talking and like talking to the camera and sharing their thoughts out loud. It, it just feels like something I could watch, like. All day. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, this could you could easily make this into a show, and I would watch it. <laughs> yeah. Funny you say that. <laughs> I'm I'm very keen to turn into. You a guys show. trying to do that? Yeah. There's already. Oh, yes. Scripts written up. Yeah. And it's um, literally it's timing and funding. Like if if we get, could find the funding and find the time, it's a series. Um, hopefully. It, yeah. Like we've already. You thought about doing a Kickstarter? 
uh, maybe. thought about it. Yeah, I need to I need to get off my ass and write more, more like show bibles and uh, um, and work out like what studios in Christchurch we could use. I'm not going to spoil anything because like it, this will be made one day and you guys will watch it and you guys will love it. But there in in Absolutely. the extended scripts, there are just some absolutely amazing jokes that i just cannot wait to see on film and it's all very cutting satire of modern new zealand culture and Mm. ah just just we're what we do with the characters and and where we go with them and in the scripts i think this man right here is and i'm of course pointing to jared of course who's uh, (laughs) mario mario who's right beside me is is an absolute genius he won't admit it He won't yeah. admit it, but he is. Um, he's, he's a brilliant scriptwriter. <laughs> they love each other. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I were in the same room as you, Jared, I would be touching you as well. Yeah, we'd absolutely <laughs> be holding hands. Me and Dan would absolutely be holding hands too. So yeah. I understand yeah, a good romance. Yeah. Like, like, um, but no, yeah, I think you guys are like like super talented. And I, yeah, I want to see oh, more of your fucking shit. Thank you. <laughs> give, me, give me everything. Appreciate what are you it. doing? Damn, uh, I recently moved. Recently, two months ago, I moved into a house. Uh, the one we're filming. Which, where as you can see, listeners, yeah, if you listen really intently, you can listen to the house yeah. that Mario just moved into. <laughs> yeah. um, the house that Mario built. Yes. <laughs> that's the name of my short film. That's gonna win. It's an Oscar bait. Um, uh, but I've, my two flatmates are both also from the same class as me at UB, and so we were like, "Oh my god, we're gonna move and we're gonna make so many films." And I think we've played Minecraft together once, and that has been the entire Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yes. <laughs> so, yeah, this is just, it's just hey, effort. You can make Minecraft films. That's the That's thing, true. right? Yeah. The yeah. like, kids love that shit. And, like, every day sure. I come around, I've got the camera set up, I've got the crew, I've got the yeah. boom mics. I'm like, okay, guys, what are we filming today? And yeah. just nothing. They're all out the door. They've got to work for a living. Yeah, They've got to yeah. have <laughs> jobs and make money to pay the pay rent. Up child support. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pay off yeah. my gambling debt <laughs> <laughs> time to kneecap yes, yes. Uh, if, if you guys can't tell we are trying to delay this so we don't actually have to talk about Psycho Doorman um, <laughs> absolutely no so this episode is going to be long so yeah, the more fine. we can just talk it's about fine. us and our lives and how are you guys how's, how's, yeah, how, how's how America how's, how's yeah. uh, Florida and oh, California yeah. well um, it's not Florida's as on hot. fire as it used to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> Florida's that's, getting that's hot. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's Dan, a lot how's of, the weather? Why don't you tell us all about that? Yes. There's a lot of um, great filmmaking weather in Florida. Uh, there's, jeez, uh, um, oh, why'd you put me on the spot like this? I can't, uh... <laughs> uh, uh, Dan, it's the only thing Dan doesn't know what to talk about is the weather. Holy shit. Oh, where's the mute button for Dan's? <laughs> no, seriously. Your film is great. I'm glad you guys um, let us watch it. And uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes, and people yeah, will yeah, also absolutely. watch it as well. Oh, if you could um, also link, uh, you know, Mario's bank account details as well, that would be great. So people can just like direct <laughs> yes, your Venmo, all the money course. into the account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, so, uh, before we close on this, um, do you do you guys have any questions for us about your film? Um, <laughs> That's a weird question. Um, I I mean I, I always want to know what people's funniest scene was so thanks for thanks for sharing that. I had a question that I asked every single person. I was like I can't remember what it was though. Um, one thing I was concerned about I, I don't know how technical it is but um uh, if I say two point five D do you guys know what that is? No I don't know that. Oh that's okay. Ah, um, I never. I, I might be using the wrong. Oh tell us. Uh, basically um I might be misusing the term. <laughs> I'm a little concerned now. Basically the idea is that That's like, okay. <laughs> the way the way we filmed it is that the actors, the ghosts, are standing in front of a green screen and because because it's the office vibe, so it has to have a moving camera uh, to track points within the um within the film to then stitch the ghost onto so that the ghost moves at the same time as the camera. Um, but the issue with mm-hmm. that is because the ghost is filmed on a static shot and the camera is moving around, the camera is looking around a 3D space so you can actually see the distance change, whereas the ghost is a fixed fixed angle. Oh, so, um, okay. So, yeah, so there's a few sh- shots in the film where you can tell that the ghost looks very imposed on the background because they don't match the depth of the... Of the oh, the that, that was not critic. immediately apparent. That was right. not immediately apparent at all. Um, okay. Yeah. Like if I, I go like back and watch it, it now, well. I probably see it. But no, it didn't. It didn't register. Right. Okay, I was wondering yeah. how you did that too with the ghosts. Yeah. No, that was the process. And I that was, was like, are they there? And they just like 
faded them out. But yeah, the green screen. Oh no, like it's um, yeah. it's a, an advanced acting technique. Like when you're five, six years into <laughs> film school, they actually oh teach you how yeah. to become transparent. It's the effect from in, um, from uh, spoilers for Endgame. There's a bit where he snaps and everyone fades out a little bit. Like everyone's opacity goes down a tiny bit. That's what that's how we. That, that's things. really good acting. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Wow. Look at the time. I guess uh, the show's over. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thank you guys for coming on. Boy, yeah. what a great episode we had. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> yes. All right, um, we're gonna get into Psycho Gourmand, uh, Dan. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us about this film? That's well, okay. So it's been a bit since I've seen it, unfortunately. <laughs> so I will try to remember as much of the plot as I can. There's a girl and a boy. They are brother and sister. Doing, and you're doing great so far. Good. Yeah, good um, job. So they, keep it up. They <laughs> dig something up, I think, and that something happens to be a out-of-this-world jewel. Like, I don't know, like yeah. an alien-type jewel. And um, she ends up summoning this demon that... I, I don't remember if they named him or not, but they summon this demon, and they have control over him because they have this jewel and this little girl, she's the one who's controlling him because she is full of spunk and she's full of, um, excuse me, chutzpah. <laughs> spunk is not a bad word, Jared. Um, it is when you say it. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, she, um, wants nothing more than to control her new pet and she names it psycho Gorman with her brother and they go on PG for short. Yes. PG for yes. short. And they go on Jeez. adventures together and they eventually come across Psycho Gorman's um, nemesis, nemeses, nemesis, yeah. nemesis, yeah. nemesis, nemesis, mm. and that's basically it. Um, yeah. You made it sound like this was going to be a really complicated movie to talk about, <laughs> like to, to do a synopsis. Well, because so like I said, it's been a demon. while, but as I was saying the synopsis, it all came back to me. It's like, oh Jesus no, this Christ. is a simple movie. It took like 20 minutes to tell us. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Some kindergarten bullshit. All right. No, Dan, you're doing great. <laughs> kindergarten bullshit is more like that one movie. Um, was it? Little Monsters. Kindergarten Cop? Uh, no. <laughs> kindergarten Cop 2? Starring uh, Dolph Lundgren? Did, oh, I wait. forgot he was in that. Wow. <laughs> this a thing? Yes. Oh it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we watched that on our old show. I forgot that. Yeah, it's oh not God, good. It <laughs> like, what All was right. it? 20 years later, we need a fucking kind of... Right? Yeah, it's stupid. Anyway, um, Jared, let's open the floor for questions about... Yeah, 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 yeah. let's do questions. Um, um, uh, I want to ask you both a, a, a generic question first, just about films in general. So I'm like, here too, jackass. <sighs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, if... <laughs> Because I, I guess we could ask you too. Whatever. <laughs> um, what do you guys like experience with films? Do you guys watch films a lot? Do you like comedies? Do you like horror comedies? The film. You know, just yeah. No, oh, we. Here um, we go. So so uh, way way back in the day, there was uh, you know Greek uh, rituals where they had a guy called protagonist who would lead the the, the chorus and he would chant stuff and people would chant back and. In, back. In New Zealand, <laughs> we haven't really advanced beyond that level. So this mm -mm. motion picture that you, you speak of um, confuses I met you personally, not the entire history of film. I will kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we, we... I used to watch a lot more films growing up. I, I still occasionally mm -hmm. um, watch, yeah, watch movies. I find I'm getting more into TV shows and stuff. I feel like a lot of people are doing that. I feel like TV shows... Yeah, yes. short, that's kind of yeah. where the direction yeah. of, of moving images is going, for sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more talent going to, to TV. I think... Um, what's his name? Uh, Martin Scorsese is doing... He was going to direct a... Um, uh, the the adaptation of Devil in the White City about H.H. Mm. H. Holmes and it was going to have Leo yes. DiCaprio in it but now that's a, that. it, it's slated to be a TV show now like there's more oh. push towards um, television which is it's well, really weird how that's working out but I think, and it's, like, it's not as taboo either to have um, like big name actors in in these television shows now. Well, I think like, it's very acceptable there's a lot more time to actually tell your story and so instead of being you know mm -hmm. confined to a couple of hours you've got 10 hours to actually, yeah. you know, develop the characters and, you know, progress the story along. And so I think, like, a lot of directors... Because you saw, like, you know, the four-hour Snyder Cut that comes out. So you see directors like filming stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think... Thank God, too. Yeah. Imagine if they hated oh. it. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and so I think like definitely there's that tra- trajectory towards actually being able to show more stuff and actually be more impressive and do a lot yeah. more character development than try to, you know, confine something within, you know, a 90-minute to three-hour block. And so I, I like my media like I like my orgasms. Long? In and out, short and sweet. Ooh! <laughs> I thought you were just saying... <laughs> Extended over several episodes. No, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of of, of long TV shows. Like I, I mean, Breaking Bad was one of those shows that was it was so good, but like I just I couldn't sit down with it for so long because yeah. it was just a long drawn out just shit show yeah. of like oh anxiety, you know. Like, there, so like I'm fine with any form of media being like long or short as long as it's not wasting my time. Like if. If a TV show is 10 episodes, but it only really needed to be eight episodes, mm. and they're like, oh, we needed to hit that 10 episode mark, mm, the yeah. last two episodes just kind of like filler or whatever, that drives me crazy. See, what I really yeah. prefer go ahead. Is, is like, you can even just crop out the visual elements of it as well. It's like, if there was just some sort of media that was purely yeah. audible, mm. and that you, all you could mm. do is, because that, that way you could, you, you know, be doing stuff, you could be doing chores, you could be working, while also consuming your media as well, and so your eyes could actually be doing other stuff while your ears are uh-huh. enjoying mm-hmm. some sweet, sultry media. Yeah. But unfortunately, kind of like it doesn't pod. really... Yeah, if, if like somebody could, you know, take that media and put it into a pod and cast it mm. into the wider mm. world... I think mm. that you're talking crazy talk. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, I know. Like, never, what kind I, of sorcery are you <laughs> spitting over there? Um, is that your inner your inner dialogue yelling at you? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like you're worthless. Everything you do is terrible. Yeah. Like you know how you have a little shoulder angel and a shoulder demon. I just have a shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, waffles. Now that I'm thinking about what you just said, it would be really cool if we had like you know a bunch of those different oh, you yeah. know pods that we cast, and we can have them in one area on what we we perceive as the interwebs, and um, maybe See, you I, could have like a, a a cool name. I can't stress enough how much I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> All right, Dan. Yes. Um, how how did how did you feel about the comedy in this movie? Was it funny? No, um, I had a hard time laughing at a lot of what it. it it's just it. I don't know. This film hit me the wrong way in a lot of ways. And what I'm saying is, it's been about a week, and I don't remember any of the comedy. Like Dang. it did not stick. I don't think there was a time where I laughed out loud. I might have chuckled a little bit, but it, it just it, it just passed by. I, Chuckle Boys, what do you think? <laughs> I think there was, there was two jokes that I remember. One is, I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying this. I think one no, you can't, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think one of them is um, Not My Hunky Men. And the other one... Yes! And the other one is um, The Love Heart with Please Kill Me in it. <laughs> and I think like those are the only two jokes that really sort of got me. I was just like, I, I appreciate this. And everything else was, was very flat. <laughs> Oh, now no. that I'm see, see now that I'm remembering that uh, I those were the moments that I've chuckled. There the the hunky men because they, they they called back to that one. Yes, and I, I do like a good men. callback. I mean, you can't go wrong. No, yeah, not well, sure. yeah that too. Waffles um, immediately <laughs> after watching a film, we went for a walk, and Waffles was like, "The whole thing is about like the gay experience and like how and like Psycho Gorman just really wants to come out of the closet, but humanity is holding him back. He is he he um, is a closeted, we need to hear this immediately. He is a closeted gay man that's being repressed by feminism, and the little girl who I Yo, forget her name because everyone that's has exactly no, what is happening. It is because she's oh got the crystal God. and that's dominant. And so there's this real, uh, you know, conflict between toxic masculinity, toxic feminism, and how does the LGBTQIA plus experience really, you know, fit into that? And this is, film is a really deep psychological analysis. I really uh, around see, how uh, feminism is suppressing the gay agenda. I agree. I, I completely 100% agree with that. And it, it, it all goes back to you know Psycho Gorman's costume. Because yes. what is he but a big burly man who's been stripped of his epidermis? He is, what, and that's and what he looks like. You really. see, like his his origin story is uh, you know seeped in BDSM imagery, uh, even mm. the fact that he is uh, you know betrayed by his uh, by his boyfriend. Um, you know, later on in the film, how at the, the the climax of the film is literally him fighting against feminism, like. It's it, it's a perfect <laughs> analogy and it works. Oh, yes. oh that's funny. <laughs> yeah, he analyzed it before I could. I like it. Oh, and it's, it's better so than good. what I yeah, have. Yeah, we say. love that kind of shit here. 
Uh, Dan, do you have a question for anybody? Um, well, how did you guys like, I don't remember her name, but the fucking angel looking motherfucker. Like, oh, that thing was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, if the film was about that Can instead explain, of Psycho Gorman, I would have liked it a little, a little bit. Better. bit? So, this, there's, there's this, what, a council, like an alien council yes. all up above wherever they are. And um, they basically all um, sealed Psycho Gorman away long ago. And it was thanks to this one angel looking thing. And this angel thing is, it's, she's bright white and she has this really fucking awesome helmet with, like weird eyebrows on it and she is dead set on putting him out of his misery and killing him and she will stop at nothing to do so so she's like this really cool um antagonist even though psycho gorman's like a shitty protagonist dude like he's he's a bad person and then the good person's coming the evil agonist yeah (laughs) i mean very clearly that is uh you know the organized religion against the um against mm-hmm. homosexuality obviously she represents the church psycho gorman uh, represents yep. just uh, you know a gay man wanting to just exist in in, in the space and do what he does <laughs> and uh, very clearly fuck, she's trying you know? to uh, yeah you know she is representative of you know centuries of oppression clearly well yeah i mean the angel people literally slay enslave psycho gorman yes. and everyone on that planet gygax so, or whatever I, I guess my question is like, how did you guys like the uh, costume design? Because I, I feel like that was probably the strongest suit of the film for me. Uh, yeah, like we like it was um, very memorable. We did very minimal research into this, and we were shocked to to um, actually be uh, you, know, you know told how much this film actually cost, and very mm-hmm. clearly, you know, probably a mill of the one point five mil budget that went into making this went into costumes. Which is sort of a shame because some of the costumes aren't really fully utilized and they're only on screen, you know, for, you know, all of 30 seconds. And so you can see mm-hmm. them pouring, yeah. you know, thousands of dollars and, you know, God knows how much man hours into making these things that, you know, show up on screen, look very impressive, but, you know, they're gone. Yeah, within, that was the thing yeah. that stood out to me was just how much effort went into the prosthetics. Like that was, that was like... Yeah, I remember that just being They're the strongest amazing. takeaway. Yeah, by yep. far. I don't know who directed it, whether they like had a background in prosthetics, but it felt like it was someone's lo- um, passion project. Passion project towards yeah. Towards, like, like if you if you told effects. us this was some sort of advertising for a costume um, company or a special effects company, yeah, like we would believe that. Like if these, uh, you know, whoever made it was. You know, trying to so do who more made it stuff. is is Stephen Kostansky, and I am reading his IMDb right now, and he it says that the most of his most of his credits um, are in makeup department. So I think he yeah. did know that makes. I don't sense. think he do didn't think do he did makeup department effects? on on this though. So, but he worked in special effects for a while. Wait, yeah, special effects. What did he do? No, he didn't. So he didn't do it on his film. He led that to somebody else. But he he definitely had a vision. That's for sure. Mm. For sure, yeah. Like, I mean, the amount of times, like, I was gonna say, the amount of times, like, uh, an, an action scene or like a violent scene, like, the moment Gora had to show up, it was always done practically. Yeah. Well, at least for my, pretty sure it was always done practically. There's a few, <laughs> I think, CGI. If not, they fix. hit it really well. Yeah. And yeah. It looks nice. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I um, I what what actually? It's a question for you guys. What was the what was the best use of the prosthetics or practical effects in the film that you can recall? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, I was really liking that scene when it had, like, all of the different monsters together. And it, it had, like, that, like, Tin Can Man. He was, like, yes. bouncing up and down. <laughs> it had, like, a dude in an outfit. And this, yeah. like, it, it, it was literally a gore chamber full of dead bodies and it sprayed a fire hose of blood at Psycho Corman, which didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, the main characters were like, uh, should we do something? Like, what's going on? Like, shouldn't we help? Uh, one yeah. bit I thought was silly that has to do with the prosthetics is they, they turn that one kid into like this brain creature. Yes. And he just so spins the entire film as that brain creature. Like yeah. he's he they make sure to shoehorn <laughs> him into like different scenes. So I, I like the consistency a lot with the um the special effects for sure. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's, I think it's definitely the strongest point of the film. Yeah. Yeah, because like God forbid anything else actually worked. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's get into that then. So uh, we're going to spoil this movie. If you want to see it, Don't. it is I, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Damn, get burnt. Get burnt. Uh, but yeah, we're going to spoil the film right now. Okay, uh, so let's get into this. Uh, how did you guys feel about the movie? Uh, let's start with um, uh, Waffle, since he seems so passionate about uh, <laughs> taking a big dump on this film. Oh, I hear it. This is my new favorite film, obviously, if you couldn't tell. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the characterization, the character arcs. Like the, the fact that I was really, you know, about one you know, little girl's journey into womanhood. Uh, really, I think they, they obviously came across... Um, I must say, I think one positive first. Uh, the children actors were not the worst children actors in the world. Mm, that they is were important. good. Yeah, they, they were good. Uh, other actors, not really so much. Um, mm. I, mm-hmm. I, I think there wasn't. There was a plot, but it wasn't really executed all that well. It seemed there's a lot of you know flashbacks and a lot of set up for stuff that didn't really pay off. Um. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, we didn't need to know where he came from. We didn't need to know. The, the, the whole Alien Council scene, I, I think, was superfluous. It didn't really add to anything. I, they honestly mm-hmm. could have just had that one cool-looking angel thing yes. just come to Earth and say, oh, we got to, like, they didn't, yeah, I agree. They didn't need the Alien Council. Like, yeah, that, they that kept the cutting so- to it. Some really good special effects, really good sort of um, pr- uh, you know prosthetics and stuff like that, but just like completely superfluous. You could have you know dedicated more time to other stuff. Um, it, it just and all that money too for that yeah. scene, which and it was just not a scene that was important to the film. It was not, and there was a lot of there was a lot of bloat, a, a lot of them. It, it almost seems like they just they had the they had the equipment, they had all the special effects, and they thought, oh, what, what what should we film today? Oh, what about a scene where they do this? You know, let's go out into the woods and just shoot whatever we think of, and it all made it into the movie. And well, that's the hallmark of like an indie film is like let's go shoot in the woods. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's like one of one of the first indies. As a matter of fact, let's go I back to um, let's go back to your film. Oh, go ahead. If if you had shot in the woods, it probably would have been my favorite film. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's in the background. You just yeah yeah. It's, you it's, it's subtle. Yeah. Like, no woods yeah. there. <laughs> there's, there's a scene where someone implied says, woods yeah someone says would you do that for me and yeah. that, that's the reference oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess you guys um, you couldn't see the wood for the trees get out yeah! Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay so for this film like my enjoyment of it it's so the, for the first 30 minutes, I was actually really into it because I thought the premise was fun. Like this little girl finds this crazy maniac alien that's unstoppable and she has this gem that can control it. I like that. But then the little girl is so awful and evil. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, what are you? Yeah. Like, she's driving me crazy. I, I would and have thought I, that... I felt. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was, I was saying like to me, if this was my film, if I was to do like a, a, a quick um, re-scripting of this, you have an evil girl who has, you know, discovered this warlord, you know, go to school, do show and tell, have it beat up her bullies mm. for her, have her take over the town and have the town give her a big parade and tell her how awesome she is. Have, you know, actually have her utilize wow, you're right. the ability that she has as opposed to, you know, the the montage was fun. We should, you know, they play music and they dress up like different film references. But she never actually for as much as like i am awesome i am the greatest thing that ever existed she has no ambition and it's like i'm just thinking if i was mm-hmm. a kid if I, if I was 12 years old and mm-hmm. i was you know given a murder monster to control you <laughs> fucking believe that i would be out on the town yeah you know actually <laughs> utilizing my abilities oh give me all this candy no you're not allowed that candy psycho gourmet fuck this guy up give me candy <laughs> but there was nothing like that in the film the film Underutilized yeah. its print. See, I feel like that might be, and just coming to defense of the film, even though I, I can't say it was my favorite thing to watch, um, that might just be budgetary constraint, where like they they spent so much money on the prosthetics and they spent so much money on the actual the way the film looks that by the time they had money for the narrative. Um, they couldn't yeah. really do but too much thing. with it's, it. It's, if you just hit the prosthetics for Soka Gorman and the angel creature, um, 
which I think was called Pandora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, if you just Probably. had those as the prosthetics and you'd taken all of the money from all the other prosthetics, which frankly mm. didn't need to be there, and then you could have you know, poured that money into location shoots. You could have poured that money into hiring more actors for other things. True. I, I presume that was um, a, f- a big factor um, would have been union rights in Canada, right? Because um, I don't know the situation is over in the States, but here in New Zealand, actors don't have don't really get paid. Thanks, um, Peter Jackson. Films. So, like, actors dirt mm. cheap. <laughs> um, so, I presume, in uh, maybe it's the same in the States, but I imagine in Canada, at least, actors would have a much higher hiring cost, wouldn't they? And so, like, um, so... If, mm, I mean, like it, I think scene. it just depends on the weight of the... Uh, honestly, because um, I've only been on indie sets, and I, I've only worked with people who are working... For little to nothing, mm. but you can taste um, the exposure. Yeah, exposure. Put the exposure <laughs> on a plate. <laughs> Eat it. Num, num, num. <laughs> mm, yummy exposure. Um, take take it take it from from like the perspective of this is kind of a it's it's an indie film, but it has a budget, and we can tell where the budget's going. I don't think the budget went to paying the actors i mean i'm sure we paid the actors or they paid the actors but i don't i don't feel like that was the priority but the thing is it's it's like it's just a 1.5 million dollar film that felt Mm. like you could have done it for you know 50 million 50 million like 50,000 of course you could have um (laughs) yes give me the death star give me 50,000 uh give me 50 million dollars yes oh look it's baby yoda and this thing's like we were even (laughs) like we yeah we, we were speculating and saying maybe allegedly not all 1.5 million went into the actual mm. movie itself and maybe somebody maybe it went up their nose this. um but this is just allegedly allegedly Brutal. like we're, it's, it's obviously parody review parody review <laughs> don't sue us don't sue us um but sue indie oh, film no! review the <laughs> indie film review podcast <laughs> yeah um God damn it. But it just, it seemed like for a film that had a budget that, you know, most independent would kill for, you, right? you know, uh, directors would, it would kill for. Uh, it just didn't seem that they actually utilized the money. Like it, it felt mm. cheap. And we were surprised when it was, when it was so expensive. I think that, that was one of the hmm. issues for me. Like you could have made this on, you know, a dirt cheap budget and probably made this profitable. But the fact okay, that hear it's me poured, out. Okay, hmm? okay. The little girl mm-hmm. used the crystal uh-huh. to convince Psycho Gorman to convince the directors to give her all the money. <laughs> oh, yes. That's true. That makes sense. That's true. My God. There's a canon yeah. explanation. Well, so, okay. My question um, to you guys, too, is... Because how this movie went... Like I said, I was enjoying the beginning of it, but then like the middle and the end, I felt like a lot of stuff with the parents I didn't really need in the film, and then some of the character choices. Does it mm. make it bad? Is the movie bad just because the movie didn't go the way that you wanted it to go? Do you know what I mean? It feels so oh, that's what subjective, is. though. You know, <laughs> like this film didn't do what I thought it was going to do, so I, I don't think it's good. I feel like I'm feeling that right now as like a. <laughs> I, I I would say. I would say it's bad because it only made 92,000 out of 1.5 well, million dollars. Well, Numbers wise, I guess. May have been. But also, <laughs> but also, like, you have people mm-hmm. at home. They're stuck at home. They are wanting stuff to watch. This was released online mm-hmm. on Amazon, which is, you know, a yeah, you know, uh, streaming service that a lot of people have access to. There's nothing to say that people couldn't have seen this. There's nothing to say that this couldn't have become a. It a looks like they were trying to go for that, a, too, a bit right? of a hit. If it. It looks like they were trying, but it, it's almost one of those things where, and I don't know whether it was this case or not, but you see, if people you know are trying to make a bad film, they end up making a bad film. If people are trying to make a good film, they end up making a cult classic. And I think like the difference between a bad film and a cult film is heart. Mm, and this exactly. film didn't really feel mm. like it had any heart in it. We've it we've we've I talked thought... about that on the on this I... on this show before. I, I completely agree with you. Like that's that's definitely the the equation. How much did you say the budget was for this? I film saw five hundred k estimate. One point five million. This film reminds me like it had the same spirit as um, if you guys have seen. I know Jared has, but Turbo yeah. Kid. 
Turbo Kid had no. a bigger budget. Like I've seen Turbo it's, it's, with the snails. You think Turbo Kid did have a bigger budget, but like the spirit Actually, I can felt look the that same. Up. Like you know, it, it felt very indie, mm. and I don't know for some reason this this film reminded me of Turbo Kid, and just <gasps> like that sixty k kind of type. They of made that film for, and Turbo Kid is a Turbo thousand Kid? times better. Than this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's, I, mean, that's the thing. I feel like, mean. With, with that a... feels mean, but it's <laughs> it's not wrong. But this the thing is is. Is that with um, like maybe it was just the for the fact that the director is more of a special effects guy, you know, is, has worked in you know makeup and stuff, as uh-huh. opposed to actual you know directing. Um, that I was going to yeah. say that yeah, because like with the kids, like with child actors, I feel like that's always um, child actors are always going to be obviously a certain level of of natural talent, but a lot of that is down to how you direct them as to how well the scene will carry through. And I feel like a lot of the shots, a lot of the scenes in Psycho Gorman felt like the kids didn't fully know what what they had just filmed. Mm. Yes. And so they were like, action. And, and so they just start the line without knowing what actually mm. um, precipitated, what what, you know, mm-hmm. what came before that yeah. shot. And so they're just saying the lines, what saying the lines, saying the lines, proceeding, yeah. Okay. I'll just leave it. It was a lovely video. Uh, 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 <laughs> Daddy, I need help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yes i don't know that, that was that's like along those yeah along for those sure lines. um it did feel like the yeah the directive wasn't maybe as confident yeah. directing people as they like i think peter jackson's the same peter jackson's really good at doing mm-hmm. like, practical effects or visual moments but um from what i understand from people who've worked with him in interviews he's not very good at explaining to the actors what they need to do because it's like in his head it's right stand here look that way say the lines yeah yeah. And of course, when it's in your head, you can manipulate a computer, you can manipulate something that's practical to actually, you know, get the shot that you need with an actor. Cause, it's you know, hard to tell them, right? Like what you're yeah, thinking like, in your head. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah. like with acting, it's also a very collaborative process. Like a lot of actors will bring a lot of themselves to their roles. Mm-hmm. And so unless you can actually work with the actors in order to get the characterization that you want, in order to get the exact line reading that you want, like, Kubrick was terrible for it, just repeat, you know, repetition, repetition, mm. repetition. Do it again, 127 times. That whole, you know, story. And so, you know, you get these directors, and there are some amazing, you know, character directors out there. There are some directors who, you know, are a joy to work with, who actors love working with because, you know, there's that collaborative process. Robert Altman. Yeah, like you know, they're actually sort of you know, what's the motivation? What's the backstory? All these you know cliches and all this sort of stuff, but actually help actors get into the space of actually giving you the performance that you need in order to you know really you know make the scene come alive. And it's also you know the relationships between the actors themselves. How well do they get along on set? You know how well are they you know coordinating and how well they've rehearsed and all that sort of jazz there's a lot more stuff that goes in behind the scenes and it feels like a lot of with this film it was a stand there look that way say the lines mm. which you're, you're <laughs> only going to get so much performance out of mm-hmm. actors think, can only damn. do so much uh, I think that's also reflected in like the camera shots mm. um, yeah. I'm sure you guys notice as well like, the, amount of, the amount of shot reverse shots there are like like there's a whole bunch of like moving scenes where they're walking or something, and then they start talking, and then it's boom, still camera shot, shot, yeah. shot, shot, mm-hmm. shot. It's just just back and forth, very um, static, yeah. very static, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, not a lot of interesting play with the camera, that's for sure. No, because uh, it's is always like a disappointment we were saying, for me. Yeah, it, it's just more focused on the special effects and like how cool these practical effects are. They're fucking rad as shit, and uh, yeah. not a lot of attention was be uh, was able to be uh, um, put towards other aspects of the film. Um, it's, it's like because yeah. there was a, a sh- very short scene where they did it, I believe, in stop motion or claymation, um, where I think Psycho Gorman's you know walking over a village or something like that, uh, and it almost felt like that's what film they were trying to go for was like one of these old you know nineteen thirties nineteen forties you know stop motion monster Hercules films it, it, yeah 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 like, it, it almost felt like that's the vibe that they were trying for. Mm-hmm. but they this, just completely missed the mark. This film feels like it references a lot of stuff, too. Like, I got a real, like, Power Rangers vibe off of this. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Even some of the music in the beginning, it was like, I'm like, this is the Power Rangers theme. What are we doing? Yeah. So it, I, I like of... the play of um, them giving you warm and fuzzies of, like, 
this is a kid's show, but it's not. And, like, them having, like, PG for Psycho Goreman and, like, tricking people, I think that's kind of clever. Well, why don't we talk about, is there anything that you guys liked about the film? Because I feel like we're really uh, taking a big old poo-poo on it. We really are. (laughs) Even it. So I want to try to give it a fair shake. So what do you guys think? Is there any scene that you liked a lot? I um I did write down a note, which is that for me when it was funny, oh. it was it was. I'm just going to show it to the camera. He's got, we've got a whole page full of full of. Oh notes. nice! Oh nice! What so, a couple like, of good we, boys. We came prepared. We did our homework. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I um I wrote down that like um it's when it's when it's funny like when it when it, when there was a joke that was made I found it quite funny like I remember we were both, when we were both watching it when it'd be like especially with Psycho Gorman being being played off as this terrifying monster and then he's just being told what to do by a little girl like it's quite a funny mm-hmm. premise and so yeah, when it was premise. funny it was funny yeah when, when it's funny it was funny and any other time it was just very uh it. <laughs> but the comedy well, I, I, I mean, was looking like, forward to the next joke each time that's 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 the unfortunate thing i feel like with the premise you're right it's absolutely engaging like a little girl controlling this this um this gigantic dude but the stakes of the jokes never increased like no. it got very perfunctory and boring after a while because it was just it, it, it never it just plateaued like the comedy plateaued i think yeah. and that's why it wasn't memorable to me yeah this film and, could work and, really well as a short i think instead of a, a full yes. film and and i think like given a more I'm just going to shoot my shot here. Given a more competent director, a more competent wow. script writer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is still shitting on the film. Uh, <laughs> yes. But no, but like, yeah, oh, so is, this is what you like there, about the film? Well, there is very potential good. there. There very is potential good. there. And, and, I, and I, I will say that there is potential. And that's the oh, point shit, is, is that Christ. if, like even a decent editor, like a good editor could make a good film out of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, if so he was my... just competent in any way, if he was like good yes. at like making films <laughs> or yeah. or yes. like camera right work right or editing or sound. I'll tell like we are in, there is an alternate universe out there somewhere. <laughs> in, in the entire multiverse, there is a multiverse where this was a good film. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's, that's and what did you face. not like about this Somewhere film? out there. This is... Um oh I, I didn't like that I had to imagine a multiverse where this film was good. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this poor director, just got oh, murdered God. just so he can turn in his grave. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. Cool, he, if he wants to go back and do makeup, like the makeup, special effects, brilliant. <laughs> All the Christ. practical stuff, brilliant. Are you sending him back to the makeup? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're not even You've been bad. You've been banished to the makeup department. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, no, no, no. Because that's the thing. There's nothing wrong with the makeup department. A good makeup department. Somebody call, somebody call that Waititi character. Yeah, yes. over here. We need. <laughs> yes. Look, with, get that white titties over here. Hey, come fix this yeah. movie. Like that's the thing is that every you know every component of filmmaking all has to go together to make the thing. So if you don't have a good makeup department, you're gonna have a bad film. And so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the makeup department is just as important as the directing, as the writing, as the editing, as all that other stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he you know him put him in the makeup department, have him do brilliant work in in makeup, and have him do really good films. Just don't let him near the tricks, Jim. I was going to say, mm-hmm. keep trying, you know? Like, it's all about practice <laughs> and, like, you know, keep trying hard and you'll Holy get there. Shit. But fuck, man. If you only get one shot. Hey, if you you only get one shot. <laughs> let me let me try to defend this guy. Because he's made some... He's made uh, quite a few movies. He did The Void, uh, which I, I think good? was... No way! He did the void. Is I think, the horror film? yeah, he did the void. He did a film called no Father's way. Day that looks legit. He's he's done a lot of interesting films. Um, so I I wouldn't de- necessarily discount this guy. Um, yeah, I, the void. I, I think not a he's bad done film. some. Yeah, yeah, I think he's done some pretty cool stuff. I think this one just was a miss. For, for a lot of the reasons we covered. And that's we it. Go on Once you miss, that's, that's you're fucked. Well, one bad film, he's out of here. He's done. <laughs> that's right. It's it's uh, <laughs> a reverse I will come to this film's defense. Just because yeah. I didn't laugh and just because the narrative, you know, had some pockets that didn't necessarily need to be there. I like it was it engaged me. I like the special effects were enough to to keep yeah. me. Like it, the the film is it is made 
to a point where it, I, I have I don't know how to put this other than it's competent enough. Yes, to, to, to pass. <laughs> Jesus. All, All right, right, is that your final like, thoughts, Dan? Yes. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Like full disclosure, shitting on the film for comedic effect. Obviously, it's not mm-hmm. the worst movie ever made. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was competent. The acting wasn't terrible. I mean, he knew... It was a bad to, film. It was a bad film, but, like, I mean, it's it's one of those films where if you... And I'm talking to the general audience, you, the person listening to this, yes, mm. I can see into your soul. If, if you enjoy <laughs> having a few brews with the guys, sitting down and, you know, watching, you know, entertaining films, like, if you're one of the people who religiously watched The Room or Trolls 2... It, it kind of feels like you could get drunk, you can riff on it, you can have fun with this film. Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. know, like you can, um, yeah, like, because to get through it, like, we were riffing and we were sort of making jokes and stuff as we were watching it. Uh, you know, I would love to see you guys with, your riff tracks. I would pay money you. for you guys um, to both yeah. Yeah. shit on a film. If, if we ever get a Patreon going, it'll be one of the things we'll do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's. It's, it's one of those films that if you, uh, you know, don't... If you're one of those people who can turn off your brain and enjoy a movie, if, you, if you're going to sit down and watch a movie and not think about it, you will enjoy this film. And that's mm, fine. Like, mm. there is a room in cinema for those movies. Obviously, like, a lot of people make them. Uh, and they can be quite successful. I wonder if times. I can... Um, if this is... Uh, feel free to edit this part out, but we actually sure. watched Kong vs. Godzilla last night. Um, oh, I want to see that. Yeah, and uh, again, feel free to edit this out, but I actually had the same experience watching that as I did watching Psycho Gorman, where I was like, yep, there's very pretty uh, effects, like the the visuals. But not much there. But everything else is just so dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, Mm -hmm. big monkey fight, big lizard with axe. (laughs) Well, I mean, but that's that's the whole reason why I want to see it. Yeah. Big punch. Absolutely. That's why we watched it. You, You get... You, you pretty much get out of it what you expect to get out of it. Mm. Like, it's not going to blow your mind I, um, with some sort of revelation or anything like that. I brought like, a banana into the <laughs> cinema um, with a pure purpose that when Kong shows up against Godzilla, I would eat it in salute. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I think it'll, like, I throw said, the banana at the screen. It'll be like, eat I it! I said, oh. if Kong loses, I'm throwing the banana at the screen. Kong, and so we're Kong not going to tell you whether a banana like got thrown or not. <laughs> yeah, he's just—he's just, Kong, he's just Kong a, represents all of us. He's just a blue-collar <laughs> dad. Yeah, yeah. He, he's. <laughs> is your movie fucked when Kong is the everyman in the film? Like this is yep. this is what represents the people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, he ultimately was the most human. <laughs> but I think that's, that's right. like how coming back to Psycho Goreman, how the relationships between so many characters just felt so fake. Um, not to shit yeah. on it, but that's not—that's not to do with the budget. That's not to do with. Um, anything like that it is just to do with i think how uh, in terms of how the uh, <laughs> i can't think of any way of saying this other than with how they're directed and i know this so, guy's <laughs> taken a poor beating he is a dead horse so, at this point and we are not living <laughs> I, you know what i think so okay if they would have made the characters more likable even if they kept the little yes. girl not likable but made everyone else around them likable like the dad and yes. and just had had more of a dynamic where you cared more about the characters and even psycho gorman like there were certain moments like we were talking about he he started kind of getting into looking at the the, the sports illustrator or whatever it was of like the mm. men with no shirts on he's like oh my sexy boys or whatever he was talking about <laughs> like even exploring <laughs> that like maybe that's his step into yeah. oh maybe i actually do care about humanity maybe i do like not want to murder everyone on earth um, but like that's as I said, there is, there is potential there, and all it really took, and that's the thing, it's like just somebody else to go over the yeah. over the draft, and mm-hmm. and go over the script and be like, okay, there are some ideas, and yeah. sort of they could propose. Like I could go over that script and propose like five or six different changes. <laughs> they could some make kind five of different charactering arc. Some it's an yes. arc of characters yeah. that yeah, like whether the actors some... could walk upon. Yes, I think like, it's kind of funny because it's, it's it's always a challenge when when you're telling a story where bad guys are the are the protagonists. Yeah, um, because you need to make the audience care about them without without letting them disconnect from the audience too much, mm-hmm. um, and uh, without without them being too unbad. And so, um, have you guys? Uh, there's there's one show that came to mind. I was thinking of was the. Uh, did you guys ever watch the animated Harley Quinn TV show? Uh uh-uh. no. It was it's, on um, um, the DC. Yeah, I think I know about so it. I don't, 
Yeah. That basically, it's all the, all the protagonists are all bad guys, and yep. um, I think they could have did, did a good job of them. Like they kill civilians. Like they do really rotten Jeez. things. But um, they're and very likable. Violent. They're very likable. Then they're all very likable. You're actually rooting for them each time. I think it's because you don't care about anyone else. I think that's why it works. And so in Psycho Gorman, you do kind of... It's, it's harder, I think, in a live action as well because you're so, it's so easy to relate to other humans on, on screen um, mm-hmm. that when he's like killing random civilians or a police officer, you're like, oh... Oh, oh, oh the police officer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Police officer is my favorite character. Funny. I love the police officer. Melty policeman. Oh. That, that guy was yeah. amazing. Oh, that's <laughs> why he joins in the fight and he's also just wailing on Psycho Gorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah his gun is fused really to his hand. He's just shooting oh. it. Yeah. It's yeah, so, so good. good. Well, I think we did it. I think we've completely destroyed this movie. I was trying to turn the ship. I'm like, ah, let's try to yeah. go to Happy Town and maybe say some good things about the film. I'm like, nope, let's take a big the, old dump Trump. And the I'm like, guy has oh, literally right, caught the Archduke of Nightmares. I think they would be fine with us, you know, going into the nightmares. It was a dark film and we took it to dark places. I think they would have appreciated it. As far as I'm concerned, this review is perfectly on theme with the film itself. <laughs> yeah, it's like we are Psycho Gorman. You're right. At the end of it's the day, doesn't me. Psycho Gorman just represent the humanity that is in all of us? That's right. Yes, but it also implies that we're being controlled by a little girl. Oh, yes. Well, it just shows, um, you know, because the, the capitalist society is, is very targeted towards, uh, you, you know, adolescent <laughs> females. And so it's that feminism driving the market. And it's. Exactly. You know, we're all in a capitalism society. Feminism, and we've run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. My theories are right. You can't deny me my space. <laughs> this is the part where I slowly fade out. Waffles as he's talking <laughs> in, in the editor. I'm used to that. I'm used to that. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for yeah. being on the show. We really appreciate it. You guys want to promote anything going on? Um, yeah, no, obviously we do bullshit, so if you like bullshit, head over to Waffles and Murray, talk about things where we don't ever talk about things and we just riff on things. Yes. Like, if, if you enjoyed yeah. us talking in, in this, this is effectively what we do. Yes, in our own, this, in is, our a, own this is a good opening to, to their wonderful show. It's, their show is hilarious. You yeah. should go check it out for sure. Uh, Waffles watch. and Mario talk about things. Yes, uh, go watch uh, Mario's film, which you guys will be linking yes. in the description or somewhere. Yes, we uh, will. Go uh, find Mario online and tell him how great a director he is and Aww. force him to make more stuff. And yeah. Or shit on his film like we shit on yeah, this one. If, if, yes. if you are, yes. if you are the director like, of Psycho Goreman, we give you distinct permission to... Oh, how yes. on the amazing would it yes. be if Steven found your short film and just shit on <laughs> it for an hour? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my yes. God. That yes. would be the funniest shit. I want that. It's like a two-hour review of like an eight-minute video. Oh. <laughs> so look at this shaky cam bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Mario? What oh. a fake name. Oh, this two and a half yeah. D. Oh, man. Learn how to green screen, bro. <laughs> uh, do you have a green screen, bro? <laughs> uh, Dan, yeah. why don't you do the plugs for us? Because that's your gerb. Yes, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. Nice. Appreciate you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks uh, for having us, lads. Yeah, uh, guys, if you want to uh, find more really cool podcasts like ours and uh, Marion Waffles, you can go to necropodicon.com. That's like Necronomicon, but you put like a pod in there, you know? And if you go to that website, necropodicon.com, you can click on the link to the Discord and uh, come hang out with us and just talk shit about Psycho Gorman. It's yeah. basically yeah. the only thing we do there now. <laughs> it's oh, <talk> yeah. major <laughs> trash about Psycho Gorman. They're just uh, so threads on thank you threads all for listening. every little inaccuracy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> we appreciate it. And uh, Dan, as always, you have the final word. Thank you for the pitch, Jared. Um, uh, Mario and Waffles, you have the final word. Fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, as we say at the and end of every, every episode... episode Psycho Gorman was the greatest movie ever made.
want to listen to podcasts, but there are so many out there and it's hard to know what's good. Well, my friend, it is not as hard as you might think because Necropodicon has you covered. They've got movie reviews, horror shows, games, comedy, and improv, so all you gotta do is head on over to Necropodicon.com to find your new favorite podcast. Yeehaw! Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.